from my understanding, you know, the case with Donald Trump, there's a lot of factors that come to play. All right, we're, with the uh, case. we're starting in three, oh, okay. two, one. Welcome back to the DS Chronicles, a Demon Slayer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chad. I'm Ronnie. And today we're covering season two, episode 11, No Matter How Many Lives. What did you think about the episode, Ronnie? What to say about this sode. Now, if you... Epi. Yeah, yeah, you can say that as well. If you were with us last week for the previous episode, you heard Chad, you said something at the end, you're like, I'm interested to see your take, Ronnie, because they do something that I know that you don't like. And while I do want to talk about that in length, the stuff that I didn't like actually happened very early on in the episode. And the oh, stuff, really? Yes, and the stuff that you thought that I wouldn't like, I actually didn't mind too much. Okay, um... Well, I'm interested to find out then what you're talking about, because yeah. I don't know what you mean by early on, which parts. But. Oh, well, the good thing about it is it's early on, so we'll get right. to it relatively quickly. Do you want to just get right into it? Yeah, we can get into it pretty quick, but also we'll say new part is this weekend. Like it's Literally today. this weekend. This is going to release on Sunday. I believe it comes out April 9th on Sunday. Now, so. the problem is we don't know what time. Right. We can. It can be one of those things where we figure it out. And I say this week, maybe do a reaction or something to it. Yes. Obviously, with the holiday weekend and doing this now, it's a little bit tougher. In a perfect world, it comes out like some other of the animes relatively early on Sunday. So we could get together on Sundays and, and just do, do the combination of the reaction and the podcast. Um but depending on when it comes out, we might have to push some stuff back. The podcast might be later in the week, kind of like a chainsaw thing where it was two days after the episode aired. Yeah. We'll figure all that out. It's still kind of early, but we'll let you know. Correct. Let's get right into it. Now we can do that. So, we're back where we left off. The heads are chopped. Tanji and Tengen are about to explode. Okay. We get a nice little point of view from Tengen in this scene, which I thought was really cool. Uh, because he looks over and sees Tanji is not doing well. Okay, you, you get a little bit more dialogue from him this go round because before it was through Tanji's point of view, and he was having poison slowly kill him. So a his hearing breakdown. was yeah. not working great. Hearing was not working. He can't breathe hardly at all. Um, it sounds like he's suffering. It does not sound good. It doesn't look fun. But then, right when everything explodes again, Nezuko comes out. And uses her blood demon art, pretty pink blood, to dull the attack. Wow, this is what you didn't like. I'm actually shocked by this, Ronnie. I am shocked that this is what you didn't like. There's other things that I expected you not to like. I kind of like this because I we know she uses her blood demon art in that manner. But did she wasn't even dulling the attack. At some point, she... Um, from what I come to understand, she uses this pink blood move, uh, I believe, three more times or two more times. Well, that's what I like about it because we saw her do it to the spider guy. And now she's doing it to the demon art of this guy. So whatever she's using just counteracts like demon art pretty much. She uses like her blood of her demon self to be able to do it too. That makes sense. <clears throat> okay. And it, to me, it looked like she did it just in the area of Tanji and Tengen to where they wouldn't die since they were right next to it. But then, like, 
they went hard on the animation, like even more so this in this episode where it literally shows the ground rippling that the explosion's so hard. And even if she did it just by Tanji and um, Tengen, who were right there, um, that makes sense. But like, still, I would be like, oh god, that got to Zenitsu and Inosuke. They were just a little bit down the street there, and a bomb went off. And unfortunately, you said Zenitsu and not Winitsu mm-hmm. because we see what happened. Which is also why I wasn't thrilled with the beginning of this episode. <sighs> but then we go into the OP. Actually, no, we don't. Or do we? I don't even think there was an OP this episode. Uh, I don't think there was. I think it plays at the end. I think that's what happens here. Yeah, I don't remember there being one. Anyways, the explosion happens. We then see that little Nezzy, she's back in her little miniature form. She saved her big bro, okay? He doesn't have any poison in him anymore. And So was that a two for one? Does she have one move and it just does all these overpowered and amazing things all at one time? I think, like, whatever she did... Tanji's knocked out, and then while he's knocked out, she uses her thing to take the poison away. We just didn't show us that. It's just showing us the aftermath of him waking up, pretty okay. much. Um, so yeah, Tanji, he's confused to how he's even alive at this point because of the poison. He remembers the poison, and he can't hardly move his body at all. He's just very tired from probably using his Hinukami Kagura and... I mean, he's exhausted. Did a lot of fight. He also took quite a beating. I think that yeah. probably has something to do with it as well. And his fingers are still broken. Oh, he yeah. He pats Nezuko on the head with the hand of the broken oh. fingers. Don't know why. But. I would be going for a left-handed pat, I believe. Or whichever hand yep. doesn't have the broken When it, Sue is officially awakened. He's not Winitsu anymore. He is the Zenitsu that we all know and love. Five-second moment of silence for Winitsu. Starting now. I just like Winitsu so much better, man. This is really sad. Alright, thank you for doing that five second of moment of silence. Zenitsu's completely fine, but he's crying as if his legs are crushed and broken, and he's just just being Zenitsu to the extreme, and it's annoying because he's completely fine. That's the annoying part about it, right? Nothing's wrong with him? I'm sure he's hurt, but he's not. Tanji, in the nicest way possible, walks up to the scene, looks at him, and goes, Dude, you are absolutely, you are the least injured person of everyone here. Shut up. (laughs) But now that's Tanji. So he's like, Zenitsu, are you okay? Where's Inosuke? He's just too nice about it. And then that's when he points to Inosuke and says that he's not doing good. And boy, oh boy, he does not look good at all. Inosuke is just... I put here, he's just better with the mask on. For some reason, with with the mask off, I would have been less worried about Inosuke. That makes sense. I don't know what it is. His The mask just fits his character so well. The boar's head. Yeah, it, it is a little bit like his power is in there. <laughs> yeah, you it know? really is. We then see it's that- like one of those things, this is actually a hilarious story now that I, now that I think about it. Um as a young basketball player, I was looking for any edge that I could get. And I remember this is probably, I mean, very early elementary school, so probably like first or second grade, we had a uh, a drug sniffing dog come to school. And it was the first time I had ever experienced the the talent of one of those dogs that went from the canine unit. Did they bring in drugs to show you? I think, I mean, I don't know how they 
Uh, did you ever never see one of these? Mm-mm. I, I don't think that they actually just bring in a bag of cocaine, but it's something that I obviously freaks the dog out to where he can do the, you know, find the right cone that has the stuff in it. So I was amazed by this. And afterwards, you got to walk up, you know, take a picture, pet the doggy, and they gave you a playing card um, of the of the officer and the dog together. And wow. I, and I remember... I had a basketball game that evening, and I was carrying this card around everywhere. Once again, like first, second grade, and I put the card in your sock, in my sock, so that K nine unit would be with me as I. (laughs) (laughs) And you were probably thinking, "God, I fucking killed it out there today." (laughs) (laughs) I know. Actually, what I remember is taking the sock off and the card being absolutely ruined with sweat Sweat, and dampness. Yeah, we that's see- that's my version of a Nosa case mask is what I'm saying. Okay, and my version is putting on a Power Rangers mask as a child and just oh, thinking that I could. Oh, Chad with Power Rangers, he couldn't get enough of the stuff. Love it, love it, love it. It was just a toy I had. I never watched the show, but I did have a toy with. He always acts like when he's on mic that he has no history with Power Rangers, but yet it was his super power up was a mask. Interesting. Hmm. And I could run so freaking fast with that thing on, you wouldn't even believe it. You weren't there for it, so you wouldn't even believe it. Well, every Just time trust we played me. Power Rangers, it was with me, because it was what we bonded over. Don't remember that. Anyways, Nezuko puts her hand down on Inosuke and neutralizes the poison. Ronnie, this is what I like about it. The poison is in the blood. She's using her demon, her all of her blood art, demon art, whatever you call it, has to do with blood. So she's able to infuse her fire with the blood to kill the poison. Okay. I like it. I okay. kind of like it. Okay. I don't see. This is something I thought you would like. I don't like it. They. She did it with three people. Okay, three people. Like, yes, poison. She's a. She's able to do it with blood poison. I mean, at this point, I'm not worried about any. For me to ever be worried about a single character in the show at this point, they have to steal Nezuko, which I'm sure they'll probably do at some point. But I'm like, okay, she can stop nuclear blast, and she can uh, take care of any poison in the in their blood system. If they've got broken bones, they can already breathe. I know that we don't have to worry about that. So it's just kind she of she didn't grow a hand back for Tengen. right? That she can't regrow limbs. That will be the uh, the snake Hashiro that we see at the end of the episode. He's the one that can grow things back. Wait, can he really? No, I'm shot. I, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, uh, what no. is that guy's name? I have no clue. I called him Snake Man. Yeah, I I call him, his name. That's why I called him Snake Man to the Hashiro with a snake. Um, yeah, listen, it's fine. You're right. She's blood demon art. That's all good and dandy. I yeah, like if that. anything, I can see the blast where you're like, how did she stop? The blast, blast is what I'm most mad about. Yeah. Because it was the way that they animated it. And I understand that they got some sort of like super, they can jump multiple stories in the air, all that. That's all fine and well. But the blast was so extreme, and as the blast is happening, she does a 360 flip out of her box and does the demon art. Um, it just took it away from it a little bit from me, for me. You're saying they could have just done without the blast, and everything would have been fine? Yeah, I mean, it was just like... Uh, or made it smaller? It was just another gotcha moment. Like, oh, you gotta panic, and then... I mean, obviously, I don't know what's happening in the next part, but if they did all that for Tengen to literally just retire from 
being Hashira and go do his own thing with his wife because they're moving on to other characters. It's just kind of... Do you see what I'm saying there? Say that again because I'm kind of like lost here. Tengen at the end of this, he retires. Okay. He's like, I don't want to be a Hashira anymore. Now the guy's like, oh, we need everyone that we can get. We haven't even replaced from Goku. We need you to stay on. So if he does hang around, then okay, we got use for it. But if we really just stop seeing Ten- Tengen because he goes and you know, has fun with his three wives, then it's like... Oh, he's going to have fun. You had a moment there where you could have made a cool sacrifice. Like, he literally saved Tanji, but instead... Now, that, you, that would be sick if he did go away, and then randomly in, like, a fi- another fight, he comes back. I think that would be dope. Yeah, like the Green Ranger when he, he comes... <laughs> the Green Ranger, what? <laughs> we did that show before as well. The the poison, the only thing that I was like... As a, uh, is she literally did it three times, and we're getting ready to get to the annoying Tengen poison scene that just also made me mad. So, yeah. Um, she then puts her hand down on the SK, does that, and he's all good. He's still he's still not really talking, though. He's like, I guess... Yeah, he was he, rough. Yeah, he's still roughed up bad. Like, even at the end, we see later on, they're all hugging and stuff. He's not doing good. He's and still coughing up blood. While he was, while apparently he can manipulate his organs around at the uh, in the split second, he can't handle poison as good as he thought he could. <laughs> yeah, the poison was... <laughs> yeah, because, that's the funniest part, is that now it just makes his... What he said about poison, as ju- he was just kind of bullshitting it. <laughs> right. He wasn't being serious. Yeah. He was basically like, yeah, I've ran through poison ivy uh, a few yeah. times through my life. I can handle any poison that enters my blood. And it's like, well, no, you can't. <laughs> you were kind of on yeah, that store. That, that's what ma- that makes that line so much better. That right. The fact that he was just saying that. He wasn't being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Tengen and his three wives, they're absolutely devastated because he does not look good. Right here, he does. He looks terrible. He's not hot. Right here, his wives thought about well, leaving. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> what? He's not. Yeah, he's pretty hot still. He went from like a ten to a nine. Yes. <laughs> he's got a very purplish hue to him, which I don't like as much. But yeah, and there, I mean, his wives—they're all complaining, talking about him about to die. He's like, do I really have to listen to them nag like this? He's like, I'm not even no, going to be able to say my final throw words. throw all the wives in here. Why are you throwing all the wives in here? It's just your favorite. My girl, Hanatsuru, uh, I've paid attention. I don't think that she says a, a word. A word, she doesn't. You're right. She's That's the kind of lady that you like. You she's like just, one that's submissive and doesn't say anything. She's I just agree. being timeless. That's what she's doing. She's right. spending the last few seconds by his side. You've always said that. You like a lady that just shuts the hell up. No, it doesn't make it about her, and yep. I won't make it about me. And doesn't ever just, talk. And we can live in harmony. Doesn't ever speak. Speak her mind. That's what you've always said. And exactly, she doesn't speak. I don't speak because guess what? Me and my lover will be. We will be the old comp, uh, couple at a restaurant having uh, breakfast at nine a.m. Where they sit down and they don't say a word to each other the whole time, and it's because they've they know everything about each other. Because they, they're both on their phones. No, no, she's having some coffee. I'm having twelve pancakes, and we're just enjoying each other's company. You brought your own syrup. We are, yeah, own own bottle. We are happy in being content. There you go. Because it is a crime when the pancake places bring you just like a little side of syrup. It's bullshit. It's a crime. When That was the worst thing about that bitch Corey V. 
is when they didn't bring out the entire syrup pitcher. Yes. And they just brought out two little cups. And I looked at them like, <laughs> this is how I looked at them. I went, <laughs> make it 10. So. Two cups of syrup. Yeah. I mean, especially when you're ordering 12 pancakes. Like, how's that? <laughs> So Nezuko pops up out of nowhere, and her, she, I mean, I love her little miniature form. She's such a cute little little demon. It, it, it weirds me out a little bit, i got to be honest. Really? Yeah, it weirds me out. Okay. All right. Well, doesn't weird me out, so I think it's pretty cute. <laughs> it's just... So she pops up, does her little flame thing, and then one of the, is it Makio, or is it... The what? Machio that like freaks out on her tells no, her she's gonna Machio, spank her. Machio is second place. She's the second best one. What is this other one's name? The other one is the one that you call Inosuke with tits, but is more like Zenitsu with tits. And I don't like yeah. that name. She Let's... talks about spanking Nezuko for what she does to Tengen, which is it's they're they get weird with it because it's not even she's not even trying to discipline her. It's almost like. You know what I mean? It's the second anime freak out in the first five minutes, and it was happening while I thought that Tengen was legitimately dying uh, because I didn't know that. Because wait, yeah, you I guess ju- I should have known that. Yeah, you should have. But also, uh, he had a lot more going on than just the poison. I thought. Well, he had a missing hand. <laughs> I mean, he had a lot of poison. Blood in loss him. in itself, even if he's slowing down the circulation, right. that's one thing. But uh. Did this guy just make his pancakes? I don't know what is going on here. I thought my phone was in here. I'm eating some beef. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting that he's eating beef. Close the door. Wow, that was a great close. Wow, what a door close. Too bad. Travis, Travis, everyone, check out the Patreon. (laughs) You get a lot more interruptions such as that. Um... Don't know what I was saying. Oh yeah, I thought that there was some blood loss at play. I thought he had some. Head well, he wounds. can breathe. You forgot about him breathing. I. So, she uses that, and he clears up instantly. The poison's gone. <laughs> I mean, come on. Even when you say it, you're not helping my enjoyment of it. <laughs> I mean, it just. <laughs> it just. He was knocking on death's door, and then he just cleared away. He is on the poison's gone. The poison's gone, and he looks ten out of ten again. Even without a hand, he is a ten out of ten. Yeah, with all what has to be twenty-seven different open flesh wounds that are just blood pouring out of. As soon as that poison's out of his system, everyone's just like, "Well, he is going to be a okay." I put here, though, that the wives need to chill out with this kinky, mm. kinky-ass stuff. Because she didn't talk about spanking Nezuko in, like, a disciplinary way. It was more of a kink. Where I was like, what is... You Once know, again, I know, quit dragging the other wives into what is obviously, clearly, just a one flawed one. Well, I put... We can tell where they came from. And that's from whorehouses. Because they... Once again, it's one. There's one issue here. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is, don't bring that on to little demon children like Nezuko. Leave it be, you know? Don't, and yes, it is Anosuke with tits that's doing this. I'll admit. Your girl is the quiet one. She, it's like she has the muzzle on her, but she doesn't have a muzzle. She doesn't say anything. She's Tengen's favorite. You think? I mean, I think, uh, what is it, Makio is the other one? She probably gets the freakiest, I think. 
Yeah. So depending on that's what I'm saying. She's Tengen's favorite to talk to. Yes. But we all know there's two big reasons why Makio is. But Zenitsu, Zenitsu with tits, no one's favorite. So, Tanji then pops up and pats Nezuko's head again. Oh, you saying Tanji just then in there. I have it in my notes here. He has another one of his Tanji lines that was just ridiculous. After Nezuko stops an explosion for the ages from killing anyone, uh, and he comes back into consciousness, he goes, he looks around and he goes, how awful. <laughs> such a, that is such a tangible. <laughs> and the entire city is obliterated. All of his friends in danger. And he sits up and goes, how awful. So Nezuko then takes Tanji on a ride. A little piggyback ride. Because he can't move. And they're going through the wasteland looking. It looks like a wasteland. Looking for the heads of Iki and Daki. Tanji then sees the blood splatter of the upper six and pulls out that handy dandy knife of his that sucks up the oh, blood. Oh God, such a cool thing! Dude. It's so cool. He hasn't used it in a while, so no. I completely forgot about it. He then throws it at the blood, and he gets an upper demon six. Upper demon That's six. That's huge. Blood. That's huge. He That's didn't big. get. Did he? Yeah, he didn't get any of uh, Akaza. Akaza. No, he didn't get any of that. So this he's a is coward huge. And ran away. Mm-hmm. This is big stuff right here. And then there was the cat. Don't forget about the cat that was just hanging around. The cat, yeah. She well, Nezuko saved the cat as well with from the explosion. She had a lot on her mind while she was manipulating. They then keep going on and they find the two bodiless siblings just sitting there yelling at each other. Like they're they're both angry at each other. Um, they're both slowly fading away. Hotheads. Yes. <laughs> two hot just a couple hotheads laying there. Daki then calls Icky useless and an ugly freak. She Oof. got real bitchy right here. <laughs> <laughs> and questioning if they ever were even siblings, which hits him hard right there. He really got offended by that one. Tanji even <laughs> oh my God. somehow finds the strength to use his legs in this moment. <laughs> so annoying. Tanji is so insufferable when he gets this deep and runs up to Icky while Icky then starts bad-mouthing her and just throwing out all the insults to close Icky's mouth and say, you don't mean any of that. <laughs> Dude. What? Tanji sucks so bad. That is too much, Tanji. It's too, too much. much. They killed hundreds of people. Yes. Hundreds, maybe thousands over this century or whatever they've been. Alive. I don't care whether or not they are the only thing remaining for one another. That crazy, absolutely crazy. Now, I will say, though, he does always think about their human forms. And it's not like they did any of this while they were humans, you know. Don't care. <laughs> no, that, this is me when you say that point. Oh yeah, that's interesting. They or they did have a do not care. Wow. Okay. So, no heart, Ronnie over here. <laughs> His name was Icky the Incel. So then, Docky begs her brother to fix it for her as she completely disappears. She's the first to go. He yells, "Yumi!" Realizing that that was actually her name the entire time, 
right when he's starting to fade away. And then that's when we go to the flashback. Flashback as a whole, I'll talk about. So I enjoy the flashback. I, I like. I thought that the first half of the flashback was really good. This is what you thought I wasn't going to like, right? Well, I what thought, was it when you said that last episode? Yeah, I, and I thought the way because when I rewatched this, I hadn't seen this in a long time. I thought the first half of the flashback was really good. I actually do like them as kids and stuff. I just thought it was dragged on a little bit too much near the end. No, the flashback. What I've had problems with in the past is when we have these demons for like one or two episodes, and then as we're killing them, as they're dying, they shoehorn in the history to make us be try and make us be like, oh, and it just never worked for me because of the same reason that I'm saying I don't care what kind of humans they were before they were demons. This one, we stuck with these characters for so long, and I found especially Icky the Incel so uh, captivating that I did want to see their backstories. I feel like they could have... I wish they could have mixed some of it in earlier on. Right. Because at this point, we're getting, like, Doki's background um, after we just watched her head disintegrate. So it's kind of like... Yeah. But it is one of these cases where it was a lot more interesting to me because... Yeah. Because of the whole sibling thing and just because it relates so much to Tanji and Nezuko. It's like you said, the first half was super interesting. I just don't know why you could... When he first comes out of her, right? And we realize there's these this connection between the two of them. You can have a little bit of fighting, but then why don't you say... You come up with a reason to reveal this first half of the backstory of why he's so protective, protective of her instead of waiting till the very end as they're dying. Like, mm-hmm. it just... Then I would have been more intrigued while the fighting was going on. See, we're, I think we're spoiled by our last anime where Isayama's son just seems to bring the flashbacks of everything so perfectly at the right yeah, time. Yeah, but... Yes, but they've done this every time now. I don't you're know saying, why... Okay, yeah, you're saying every single time it's right when the demon's dying yeah. that they do it, yeah. It's like there's a note on their whiteboard when they're writing the mangas, if it's done like the mangas. Obviously, we just watched the anime. It's that, like, is, that is true. It might not be, but I'm sure it is. That's like, uh, don't reveal... <laughs> Don't reveal all their backstory as a character until they're disintegrating. Dude, what if they did that with Muzan? That would be annoying as fuck. That would be very annoying. <laughs> that would be so annoying. <laughs> that would be extremely annoying. Muzan is like finally dying and it gives us like a five minute backstory. <laughs> no, 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 no. Even better because he's such he's the most important character. So it's a penultimate episode where all the intense stuff happens. We finally kill Muzan. He's disintegrating away. It cuts. We go, wait, there's another episode. And then when we get to that episode, it's an hour long special of just Muzan's past. <laughs> So yeah, she was named Umi after the disease that killed their mother. So weird. <laughs> Very. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of weird stuff going on with Icky and his sister to begin with. It's just creepy. I'm going to name you. What is it called when a woman dies in birth? Uh, tuberculosis. I'm on it. I'm gonna call you tuberculosis, even though that's definitely not the right right thing. Keep going. Miscarriage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna call you miscarriage. (laughs) Terrible. Absolutely terrible. 
I mean, think about it. That's what this is, though. It's so, it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, miscarriage would be when the kid died. So, you, yeah, yeah. unfortunately, I mean, terrible thing. You wouldn't be able to name the kid that, but but the idea is still right on. Or just like ovarian cancer. I'm gonna like. It's like what? I'm gonna name you ovaries. So that's so. It, the more we say it, the more weird it is the that they actually did it. In the show. Okay. Don't be mad at us for yeah yeah figuring out some terrible name. They did it first. They were a part of the lowest class of this district, um, and they he was beaten by his mother to where he was basically just a sickly, ugly, forsaken child. He I mean he looks terrible. As a kid. He, looks he looks very so, bad. He was never bathed. Definitely um, never bathed. Uh, yeah, what the heck were his parents doing? It didn't well, seem like he had a dad. Did. Yeah, he just had a mom. But so I guess she just worked at like the lowest mm-hmm. whorehouse, right? And then took out all of her anger out on him. I'm sure he wasn't having the best time at the lowest one of those places, Ugh. and then just took it out on her ugly son. Well, Made he was not. He, I think he had a chance to be really handsome if he had taken care yeah. of his hygiene. I mean, it's so bad that she wouldn't even feed him. He would have to eat mice and insects Ugh. to survive, and that is. T- that's also probably another reason why he looks so bad. He's probably getting some disease from that. Sorry, I just thought about eating insects. Oh. Well, you got to eat insects. Mice is bad too, though. But that's but that's what I'm saying. I would eat insects. You could do, but there's not enough substance. That's why eventually you have to eat a mice. The easiest would be crickets, but once you get past crickets, I don't know if I could eat insects. But he was eating roaches. Oh God! And there, there's just no way they have a whole lot of nutritional value. No, besides some of the guts in there might have a little uh, bile salt. You know oh I mean? God! So, his only toy was a scythe. Interesting. Uh, but then, when Umi was born, she came out very gorgeous. Yeah, the complete opposite of him, with that uh, that albino hair. Right, the platinum hair that some of the ladies have been dying recently. Dying yes. their hair recently. Yes. And then it's kind of creepy the way he talks about her, though. The way he just talks about how pretty oh, she d- is. I and, did not know where they were yeah. going with this because I was... I mean, he never got to that point to where it was like super... It was It was almost like... I mean, it's creepy the way he says it, but it was almost like he's so ugly and thinks so low about himself. So the fact that somebody that he's related to is that beautiful, mm-hmm. it just like mesmerizes him because that's the same blood that he has. But he they're thought, complete opposite. He thought he was more beautiful by just being next to her. Correct. So it sounds creepy, but he doesn't it's not it's not the creepy type of way that you but think. But there it was is. like a thirty to thirty second to a minute period mm-hmm. where I was like, What is this show doing here? Right. He then turned into a debt collector because he was good at fighting, and he used that scythe uh, for a lot of his yeah, doings. Yeah, when he got that for his sixth birthday, he really put it to work. And then he says that he used his ugliness as pride to where he was like just messing with people with how ugly he was. But then one day, Umi turned 13, and she presumably was about to be raped by a customer, I'm assuming, and stabbed him in the eye. I'm guessing this customer bought her because she was so hot and wanted her. Whoa, 13 years old there, Chad. Be careful. Be careful with what you're saying. I would have accepted terms such as unique, different. 
Timeless would not accept <laughs> what you said. I'm going off the words of Icky himself. I don't think Icky being so said hot. The customer thought that this young gal was very beautiful and wanted her to do some weird things, I'm presuming. That you can't do under their roof. He had to take her elsewhere. Which is just absolutely insane that you would buy a 13-year-old to begin with, but never mind you. I don't know what the age of consent is in Japan. Well, what, how old do you have to be before you're like, all right. If you're, Actually, buying, if you're buying them at that age, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're making everything I say sound bad. You're saying it, man. You said 13. They're the ones buying women in this show. You said 13 was a no-go for you, so I'm just wondering where you are on, like, okay, 15. 17. 17 is okay. Let's look up the age of consent in Japan. What is the age of consent? And then see what they say about what age you can buy women. See if they've got that on the internet somewhere. The age of consent in Japan is 13 years old. Holy moly. Holy no, moly, There's no way it is. No, I don't believe that. Yes, it is. Does it say in 1962 that's what it was? February 20th, 2023 article came out. Japan is poised to raise the age of consent from 13 to 16. I think that would be a good thing to do. I think I'm, it would too. I'm going to write a letter. Bump gonna, it up to 18. Japan, I don't believe it. i got to see it with my own eyes. Age of consent. 13, dude? 13. It's been like that for a few hundred years. I know back in the old times they used to that used to be a thing. So While the changes will make sexual intercourse with a person under 16 illegal regardless of consent. I think that's a good law. An exception is pro- okay, don't like this next sentence. An exception is provided for cases in which an individual between the ages of 13 to 15 years has intercourse with a person less than 5 years older. Hey, let's not put that loophole in there. You know? I'm going to go on record, Chad Chart on record right now. I believe Japan should raise the age of consent. This makes the show My Hero Academia 97 times more weird. Yes, it does. (laughs) I'm going to go on record, ladies and gentlemen. Chad Chart here. I believe the age of consent should be higher than 13. Dude, how about this one? How about this one? The amendments, which will see a sexual... And I agree with you, by the way. I'm signing that <laughs> okay. bill. If you want to I, was, make a, I was hoping you were... If you're making a petition, I'm signing that if shit. If I become the prime minister of Japan, I'm doing it. I'm still writing a letter. Believe, believe you me. The amendments, which will see a sexual offense charge renamed to make clear the illegality of non-consensual intercourse. Sorry, I'm reading this. It's pretty long, but I wanted to get to what the codes call. Will also make... <laughs> wow will also make upskirting and producing images of genitalia without consent crimes punishable under the penal code. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for reading that, just to get to the penal code. March 14th, 2023. Let's speed it up! Oh, oh God! So, is it more uncomfortable seeing the picture of the prime minister meeting with these other seventy-year-old men? Yes, do not like seeing that either. No, uh, that just makes anime as a whole a lot creepier, because you know how it gets. Right? <sighs> it makes it really creepy. Now, now I get the whole stigma behind some of the anime talks. Obviously, there's a lot of anime that doesn't get anywhere near that level, but everyone. Let's just be careful. Yeah. 
I will say, I know it's been around hundreds of years. You watch those old time things where it's like, oh, back in the 1600s, they used to, you know, as soon as they, their balls dropped, like it was, you could do whatever. But well, I don't think that that's how they said it. But no, dude, my grandparents were wedded. My grandma was 16. My grandfather was 26. And that's crazy. And that's still three years older than 13. Yeah, I. I think about myself at the age of 13, and I'm like, there's no way I could have consented to anything besides playing Legos. You and Guitar Hero. And Guitar Hero, yeah. God, could you imagine me having a kid at 13? First off, there's no way my balls are fully dropped at that time. They're still not done now, I don't think. Gets a little bit lower every week, from what I understand. So, she stabbed that guy in the eye. I don't know. That was the point I was trying to get to. We'll keep moving on, though. Stabs him in the eye. She stabs him in the eye because he tried to pull a little move on her. Yes. Good for you, girl. Slay out. Cheering for you. Turns out, though, she's 13. Can't really put up much of a fight against a grown man. He ends up burning her alive. But that was, like, agreed upon. By the oral, what do they call them? I don't think the oral had anything to do with the name of the committee. I think... The Oron is what I meant. The Oron or whatever. Yeah. they he da- She damaged a high-paying customer, so they were like, well, death by burning. So, yeah, they burned her alive. And then that's when our boy Icky, he walks up on her to see that she's still alive. You ever heard about a eye for an eye? This is the classic eye for a cremation. Yeah, this is... Brutal because her body is still flinching. She's still barely oh, hanging on to life. Don't talk about bodies flinching. This is just another thing in Demon Slayer where they like shy away from killing people, but then they do something like this. And I'm like, what is the mor- morality hence, of the show? Hence Ronnie's real struggle with the show right now. He then hugs her, okay? And he's begging for anything to bring her back. This is our boy, Icky. This is where I do feel bad. I mean... Obviously, right in this moment, you got to feel bad for the guy. I mean, this is pretty yeah. brutal to walk up. Well, I mean, on. at this point, you feel bad for him all over the place. Yeah. And th- this is another thing, though. Have you noticed? There's a there's a pattern here with the demons. I'm using my hand to really get it going. No, well, you got to use your hands when doing podcasts. There's a pattern with the demons. They're all down, very bad, mm-hmm. and miserable. That almost makes them stronger. I feel like. Does that is that a case here that because think about it the spider guy he was a lower or yeah he was a lower he was pretty strong and he was down bad as a child. Don't get me wrong when I say like oh no I don't care like Tanji when I'm mad at Tanji for giving these you know people a moment to realize to make up with the one person that ever loved them because their life was so miserable. That's all terrible. I am willing to put in funds for you you know mental stability for uh therapy i think that's all great you know but there comes a certain point when you kill too many innocent people and i start to not care anymore even if you had a bad upbringing well they're demons so you can't you got to feel bad for them because they turn into a demon Mm, don't feel bad for them it's a complex thing i'll agree with you i'll agree with you but at no point I'm like, yes, Tanji, go cover his mouth that is filled with fangs. And <laughs> Now, this is what I want, the point I'm trying to make, though. 
Make if it. all of these demons, it seems to be the you get really strong if you've had a bad upbringing, if you're miserable. How bad was Muzon's? Here, okay, I've just decided what I want to say. First of all, very interested in Muzon's background. People, go sign up for the Patreon, and you can sign up for a month and then cancel. I don't care. But you got to go listen to an episode that we did called Suicide Batman, Mm -hmm. where we talk about the exact way I think these demons should act. When Icky's killing the guy trying to rape his sister. Yes. Cheers. Team Icky. When he, the only way that him and his sister can survive is taking, accepting a demon to make them a demon. Yeah, survival. Cheers. You gotta keep surviving and moving on. But when you become a demon, be a demon that just kills the bad guys, right? I don't care if you're part of Muzon's. But clan. then you get hungry, though. No, there's plenty of bad you're guys out there. You're saying you can there. just eat all the it, bad guys? It's just you have to have literally ten percent of uh, control of your own domain to just wait a little bit longer to find a bad guy. There's plenty of them. Now, you might start playing in a gray area, but I'll play with you in the gray area. You know, if someone just robbed a store, well, no, you're, maybe you're you starting to kill sound him. like Light, light Yagami here, where it's you go yeah, down a dark exactly. path. And he went, that went great, did it not? <laughs> <laughs> you're starting to sound like Light Yagami, where you tells him, he's yeah. like, but if you kill all the bad guys, you'll be the only bad guy left. Yeah. <laughs> Did that did that show not end well? What happened in that <laughs> series? Um, but no, I do agree. There's not plenty, great, but you you at least have a little more of a gray area. It's better than going after little kids, yes, innocent children, and that's women. all I'm yeah. saying. It's a good point. At least then you get to you don't immediately become the villain. You just live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's yelling out, hugging her. The samurai guy slashes him in the back. When he's just sitting there. And then that's when the Oron, or whatever her name is, she's like, oh, that's definitely the ugly guy. That's definitely her ugly brother that's been causing trouble. But then, it's almost like Icky already has demon powers. Because he somehow... Now, the guy might not have actually gotten a good slash in. He might have barely got him. I do think it was one of those where it looked worse than it actually was. One of those where he he's literally just cut... I mean, it was Stitches. kind of a stupid slash. Yeah. It was kind of a bitch slash. Like, oh, I'm going to slash him uh, the long way on his back. Like, you could have gone for neck. You could have gone and for... that's when Icky jumps up and just eviscerates this Oron. She got what was coming for her, too. She did? She deserved this. Well. <laughs> well what? This is where it becomes true. Well, yeah, she had a hand in... And burning the girl yes. alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the what? part that I was really mad what? about. What, you think she... No, I forgot you're, about that You're like, part. oh, no, I, I love the fact that she wanted a 13-year-old to be raped by a grown no, man. No, that, that part that part was bad. You're trying to turn it around because I've caught you a couple times and I understand your attempt. No, that's not what it was at all. I do believe that Icky was do, causing some trouble. Should he have sliced his neck off? Probably not. I think, you know, maybe a stern talking to and a roof to sleep under would have but yeah he ends up killing the Oron and this guy I mean just eviscerating him they both got what was coming for him they deserved it agreed but then all of a sudden a mysterious upper six Mm. shows up he's got a rainbow colored eyes kind of and a chilling voice like this dude intrigues me I want to see more of this guy what did it say was he it just said upper six it didn't say what he was so we know he's a top fiver. He's a top five demon, because. But that's what I was thinking too. You can move up, right? This was a few years ago. Maybe this guy moved up. 
It didn't say this guy's name either, did it? I think I would have wrote say, it. Down. It didn't say the name, no. I'm so trying he, to... There were, go so ahead, keep going. When he walks up on him, though, he's literally eating limbs <laughs> of a human. <laughs> I mean, so absurd. He's talking about them and about their misfortunes. See, that's what the demons seek out these people with like huge misfortunes too. Which is a good recruiting strategy. Oh, it is. It's genius. Because I wonder, like Nezuko, she didn't have a bad upbringing. Maybe that's why she's like able to almost fight off the demonness. Yeah, it's like I wonder what the rules. This is where you were talking about Muzan. I want to see his past. What his uh, company philosophy is. Does he tell them, does he pinpoint, were they already looking at Icky? Like, how did this guy just stumble up in this moment? Was it just good timing? Or have they been watching from afar, being like, hey, this kid's eating a lot of insects, a lot of mice. I think this is probably the kind of guy we want in our organization. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. Muzan literally sought out the the uh, the spider guy. I don't even remember his name now, but he Ryu. sought him out. Which Yeah, which is insane. Why would Muzan, why would he himself do that? The fact that we have an upper doing is pretty cool, too, though, to show that it's not just Muzan. Yeah. Because even Akaza, he tried to get Rengoku to turn, though. That's the only thing. And Rengoku does not have... Right, he wasn't down bad. He was just so strong. Right. He says life is sacred and then asks them to become demons, which we see that they gladly accept, which I don't know if the sister did. She's still flinching, being burned alive. <laughs> Icky. She, yeah, she didn't really get to give her answer. I didn't right. think that was right. Icky kind of answered for her, and then I guess that's how they're one, because they were so close together. And then he says, maybe you will be able to kill your way to be an upper six demon. And boy, oh boy, was he right about that, because they... <laughs> They took they the program it. and ran with it. You know, they, <laughs> they, gave, they got the outline and they really followed the rules. Good for them. He then talks about his sister becoming a respectable hoe and how it could have been different. Okay, he was he's basically saying if she would have just said yes to that guy that wanted to do stuff to her when she was thirteen, maybe this would have all been different. And I didn't like that a no. lot. We then see them in the afterlife. I assume, I presume, this is what it is. It's kind of like purgatory. They like basically get to choose heaven or hell. Almost, there's fire <laughs> and then there's light. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is strange. Interesting that they would get the choice, but pretty sweet. You think it's like a trick? You think they walk I, over to heaven and like, no. Yeah. I think this is just more, this is more just in their own head. Like they're dying like DMT. Okay. It's like a DMT trip. Um, She apologizes to him and wants to continue to follow him. And she just blames herself for everything. Which is pretty cool that... She knew that he had her her back ever since she was a little kid, and still, even as evil and messed up shit he's done, she still has his back too. Yeah, it, I would have liked to seen kind of her side too. Like, did, was she not making friends either? It seems like mm-hmm. she would have had like as beautiful as she was. But also, when you're being forced into prostitution at a young age, I guess you're not having the best of life either. But it seems like she would have at least been like staying under that roof, whereas he was still doing living in the streets. That is true. Maybe they just don't. They didn't respect her enough because she was so poor, even mm-hmm. though she was pretty. They didn't show much about her. No. So yeah, um, he's telling her to walk towards the light. He's just gonna go off into the fire. 
but she jumps on his back just like they look this was like a few episodes ago when she was on his back and they looked all cool fighting she does that same thing and then they both walk off into the fire and I like it looks cool it did look really cool from just uh even if you're a bad guy it was pretty badass just accepting yeah. it you know they both walk into hell and that's where they belong and then he dies he fades away as we then see the wholesome Tanji and Nezi together watching him fade away. So sweet. Basically showing that, oh, that couple, that little sibling couple, they're going to hell. Guess who's going to heaven? Tanji and Nezi, okay? You okay. Can never take that away. Little opposites. Yes. I like that. Well, good TV show watching, Chad. Think of how many innocents Tanji and Nezuko have killed. None. I can't think, can't think of a single one. Then the snake guy shows up, and he offers his praise to Tengen for defeating an upper rank, whether it was the lowest of the upper rank or not. He still did it. Didn't like that jab. Such, did not like that jab. For somebody that's missing a hand, that is such an unnecessary jab. <laughs> Especially since you're you're late, dude. You're clearly late. Yeah, what the, were you the, doing? The wives were like, why did it take you so long? You're literally a Hashiro, like, and it took you this long to get here? What He's are you like, doing? sorry, I was slithering my way over here. So now that Tengen has lost his left hand and left eye... They need walkie-talkies. Can we agree? Yeah. Like, Betty Croker's great for delving, uh, assigning missions and stuff, but we need long-range walkie-talkies. I agree. So now that Tengen has lost his left hand and left eye, he will be retiring and says, there is a youngster that is about to reach that Hashira spot that's got the potential. And he says, it's the one that you hate, Mr. Snake Man. And then that's when Mr. Snake Man realizes that it's Tanjiro, and he gets real upset about it. I was kind of upset about it, too, and just because I am one who likes climbing up the ladder of success. They've got so many different levels of these uh, Demon Slayers, and I feel like Tanji's made two jumps. He made like one jump to like well, level four and now he's going to make another jump to Hashira. Well, he he says he's got the potential. He said he didn't say he's ready for it, but the fact that Tanji has yeah. fought, he's fought an upper and a lower and was survived both of them. He's the only one that technically fought the good upper. And Osuke and Zenitsu did not fight the good They fought Daki, but he's saying Tanji's got the best potential probably out of all the youngsters. I'm trying to think exactly, well, okay. I'm thinking about Tanji's fights. He had a lot of help, took a lot of injuries. Um, he did, but he almost took out the lower by himself. Kind of, That guy took a, what was that guy's name again? How do I keep forgetting it? The spider guy. Oh, Ryu. Ryu. That guy did such a bitch move when he took off his own head. That was just so God. That made that me was angry. that was cheap. That was a that cheap, was so cheap. That was a cheap move. I didn't like that. Yeah, um, but he did that all by himself. Same thing with Daki. She had that scarf neck. That was a cheap move. Well, so I will say Tanji's had some had some bad shakes, but he's he also died like three times, if not for Nezuko. Or I others. know he uses his sister too, but what's his name uses his sister as well? Icky the incel. Anyway, so if he's died. allowed to do it, then Tanji should be allowed to do it. Yeah, I'm just all I'm saying is I'm not sure I'm ready to sign the paperwork. I think I need to see him climb the success ladder a few more steps before 
we uh, yep. we really make them official. So then we go to the Infinity Castle. Now, can we make Winitsu? Can we make Winitsu a Hashira? And we just keep him on a steady. Do- he's here's how we melatonin. Yes, we keep him on melatonin, a steady uh, dose of melatonin, and we put a gas mask on him that's just constantly feeding anesthesia. What do you I think agree. About that? Yeah. Okay. He would probably never lose a fight. <laughs> We then go to the Infinity Castle, which is just a dope name, where all the uppers are summoned. And then that's when we see that Akiza realizes, oh shit, an this upper means... demon actually died. And then we cut away So how from do you it. think that worked? Like when um, they showed up to the meeting, would it be both of them at the same time? You see what I'm saying? I don't saying? know. That's a good question. Um, so I... But Muzan can literally just get that like drum, the bon the bongo person to just summon these people up at any time that he wants. Is that how that works? It seems like it. It's an infinity castle, dude. There's a lot of ways to get in and out. Some would say infinity ways. Yeah. And then once you're inside, don't even get me started. It almost would be a detriment to be an upper if you could, because can he just summon any demon he wants? Obviously, he can't. If he could, he would do that to Nezco and kill her right then and there. Yeah. So it would almost be bad to be an upper because you actually can just be summoned at any time to move on. It's basically like signing up for TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you become an upper six, you're basically just like, here's all my information. Yeah. Do with it what you will. Nezuko never agreed to the terms of services. So Yeah. <laughs> Smart move by her. But then we kill, we see all four of our our crew and I, I love these four together. Yeah, it was cute. I like I said, I don't want any of them to die, but don't keep faking me out. And then they're all hugging and crying except for Nezuko. She's just sitting there like, what is happening? And then Inosuke, he's trying to cry, but he can't because he's still puking up blood at what sounds oh. like in his mask. That'd be hilarious if he was just vomiting blood up in his mask this whole time but they didn't know because he had a mask on what's the inside of that mask look like oh and what's smell it like smell like Ooh. dude oh end of season and episode and arc and whatever else you want to call it yep. okay last episode i asked you i was like do you have a good feel for the direction oh wait dude what are you talking about terrible notes what that is not the end of the episode is it not no, there was a whole thing with the master, you asshole. Wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I completely skipped that paragraph. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was, I was getting ready to go it's on so this. It's so important. So, <laughs> so incredibly I'm important. Sorry. I'm sorry. I missed this. This was before we get to the Infinity okay, Castle, actually. Okay. The master. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. That That's bad. The master is so freaking delighted. He's actually showing emotion here. We haven't seen him show emotion, really. He's just been calm, collected, speaking very softly. But he's talking about the victory. He says, it's been 100 years, but we are finally able to achieve a victory. Fate is about to change. And then he compliments everyone that won this fight. Mm -hmm. And then I put here, Nezuko needs to treat our man. He's got this poison that look. He's got the purple poison in him. Let's see Nezuko do something about it. Unless he's too far gone to do anything. Oh, unless he's too far gone. Oh, wow. Interesting. The master then calls Muzan the sole blemish on his family. Love that. Love that. But, But, dude, 
if Muzan has been okay, that never mind. That was kind of stupid. He's just saying Muzan could have been a part of his family from centuries ago. He doesn't know Muzan when Muzan was a human, obviously. But just it just is great, 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 great grandfather's brother or something like that. Yeah, could be something along those lines. Family line. Family line. Yeah. This is fun now that because we're all caught up. You're caught up. You know nothing that I don't know. Shouldn't be right. So do you have any like hot theories that you need to get out since you've been sitting with us for a while? Any takes? I forgot a lot of this. I don't remember him saying that. So that was when I listened to that. That was almost news to me. Okay. Being like, oh shit, he's a part of his. Uh, he looks rough. Yeah, he's getting to the end. So I don't know what they're trying to tell me with that. Um, Did he? It it almost seems like he fought one of them, and got poisoned by a demon. Is that yeah, what it I don't seems know. Like? The, I don't know the nature of his, but it's weird because it's just been it started at the top of his head and has just crawled its way down. What if Nezuko can heal him though? I will be so fucking mad, Chad. Why? If <laughs> why why if, would we be mad at that? Because if they did this thing, good God! If they did this thing where the first time we saw him, it was just right at his eyes. Now we're seeing him in the very last moments of season two or the Entertainment District arc, and it's now down to his mouth. He's coughing up blood. He's making it seem like, oh, we got to make haste. We're we got a victory. Now we got to keep moving forward. We got to keep this going. All to have Tanji stroll on up after his victory, whip Nezuko out of the box, and then her just pink glow now, again for the fourth time. And him now like, she has to at least attempt it though. Now I think it'd be worse if they just show up and she doesn't try anything on the master. That I'll agree with. Okay, but you you're gonna be mad either way if it doesn't work or if it does work. No, I will be mad if it doesn't work. I'll be like, oh well, yeah. From what I've seen in the show, they need to try it. But if they go, if they go for four poison healings, Chad, if they go for four poison healings with I, a pink glow, I like to think he's poisoned by Muzan, so she's not going to be able to do it. She was able to do it because it wasn't. I don't, for whatever reason, and I hope I don't get myself in a trap here. I don't think that he could be cured by a simple Nezuko pink glow. Okay, now what are you expecting? Well, first of all, he's much cooler. He's not as intense as the snake guy. Like that's why I was saying the thing about Tengen and it being kind of like lame that they went through all this trouble to save him. Like once again, glad he's alive. Glad he gets to live out his life with the three wives. But it seems like the master's gonna be like, yeah, Tengen, you did good work. You can retire. That's allowed. The snake guy just seems a little intense. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I want Tengen to retire. Yeah, I would. I want him to go off with his wives. And then just come up randomly, like, we'll see him just, like, cheer everybody on. I would like that. So lame, but yeah. Um. <laughs> so lame. Like, you holding up, like, a sign. can't wait for season six, episode nine, when him, him to come up and say something about it being flashy. How he's been living so flashy with his five wives now. Oh, that'd and be epic. And then that's the end. Um, but. I want, I mean, obviously, we just need to. We need to get more personal time with the some of the Hashiras. I know. Are we going to keep doing this like one Hashira at a time thing? That's going to be a lot of television that we got to wait on and to see. That is true. Although now they've kind of pulled in both the... Why did we see the stone one? What was he doing? Didn't we see him recently? Oh, no. They no. just talked about him they being the strongest. About him. They just talked about him in the mist Hashira. I think surely we will. Right? I think we got to get to the point. Well, if, if that guy is the best... Hashira, we're obviously going to get some of him. 
Yeah. It, I'm actually super excited to see the stone one. I think he's going to I'm be excited dope. to see all of them, and I think that we will, because if you remember, like, so far, it was kind of a train that kept moving. Like, we got done with Rengoku, which led us to the Butterfly House, where Tengen started to steal people from the Butterfly House, so then we went to go help him, and now we've won that battle, and things seem to have calmed down just momentarily. Tengen's giving uh, Tanji the seal of like, hey, we gotta try and make this guy a Hashira, so they need to go back to the Hashira house and do some, you know, get up to some stuff there. Right. And see all of them, train. I would imagine maybe the snake guy's next. If we do go one by one, we're gonna get more of him next just because he just showed up. Is that what they're trying to lead yeah, us to Yeah, I don't know believe? how far they are in the manga. I don't obviously I don't want any spoilers, but it would just be interesting if that's if they're going to keep they, up. I with think that. the story's over. Really? Yeah, our dumb friend at work that always says that stupid stuff. He said the story's over. I he's not a reliable source. No, he he actually told me he read all of it. It's done. He lied to you. I mean, he, just because he said he read the entire Wikipedia page does not mean that he read every issue. I think it's actually done though. I'm checking. Oh gosh, be careful. I'm going to I'm going to be careful. Yeah, it's over. Wow. After 205 chapters. That's all I see, no spoilers. After 205 chapters, I wonder what chapter we're on. I don't know. So that really makes me think that we got to start speeding things up. Yeah, unless it's unless, one of those cases. Well, you know, now it could be, dude, I don't know, because now we know that we have some sort of film arc again, right? Because that was what was in theaters. So that's what we're getting ready to start watching now, yeah? So we might, it literally might be like a six-season show, so we still got like four seasons left. And it's just the story has already been written, so hmm. it might be one of those cases. I guess we'll just have to wait and see, but I'm I'm pretty excited for it. I'm interested to see... The Muzan is still the biggest yeah. thing for me. I find him very intriguing. Great bad guy. I want to see more of him. Yeah, that, just seeing his backstory. He's got to have just a terrible, miserable backstory. And there's got to be something with Muzan and Tanji's father. Like why mm -hmm. he chased up or went to Tanji's house so far in the woods to just slaughter that family and then put his blood in Nezuko. All that. That's all super exciting. Can't wait to get into it. It's going to be exciting. Don't say uh, exciting right after I said exciting. Come it's going to be adjective. thrilling. <laughs> <laughs> Email us at thepodcastchronicles.gmail.com, at Ronnie and Chad on all social media, and check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad. We'll be back real soon. I've been Ronnie. And I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.